Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is Anupa Mystery, and you're listening to Burnout, short conversations about creative sustainability with working artists from Toronto and beyond. I started this project because I was burnt out. I've been writing and producing stories about the arts for years, and I kind of lost myself in the work. A year ago, I was too scared to pick up a pen and write down a private thought. The idea of making work for myself was paralyzing, and I didn't want to live the rest of my life like that. So today, I'm sharing a project that I produced and managed to edit all by myself, with some recording help from Vocal Fry Studios in Toronto. When I came up with the idea for this project, I really just wanted to get some inspiration from really my friends and my community, people who I saw making work, and it kind of seemed like they had endless capacity to just keep doing that. I hope these conversations will keep you going, and if you're already going, I hope that they'll introduce you to some wonderful people who are doing some really cool things to make Toronto and where they live a great place. So some of the most magical women in my life are Sagittarius women, and I'm not just saying that because I am also a Sagittarius. We just have these bonds that are weird and uncanny and tender and loving, and I think you're going to get a sense of that dynamic in this conversation with Tanika Charles. She is a real deal singer, and her 2016 album Soul Run was longlisted for the Polaris Music Prize. The first time I experienced a period of unemployment, Tanika linked me with a part-time job at the tea shop she was working at. We've seen each other's ups and downs, and I'm really just in awe of how much Tanika is busting her ass right now with a really old-school approach in 2018, taking the show on the road. Here's my conversation with Tanika Charles. My dad, he said, you know, Tariq, you must learn to do something new and and play a new instrument. That's a terrible Trinidadian accent. But yeah, I was like, was where's like- your dad for us? <laughs> I'm sorry. No problem. <laughs> he says, Tariq. And he said, you know, learn, learn something new. Learn to play the piano. Learn to play the guitar or something. Mm. And I'm like... I'm going to do the trombone. I'm going to play the trombone again because I enjoyed it. Once in my life on the prairies, not battles. He told me we going to get married. Ha, 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 I was low. Left behind kitchen door. My name is Tita Charles, and I'm a singer, a songwriter, tambourine player and I'm learning to play the trombone (laughs) I am learning so I can have a moment on stage when I'm on the road to play one of my songs and that's it for one song I'm learning for one song it's a journey (laughs) have you ever done anything like this before it feels very not like something I've heard you tell me about this is the very first time I even thought about it with uh, brass, you have to match the pitch with your mouth, yeah. basically, right? Yep, totally. Seems kind of intuitive, but also not. It's a, it's, it's funny because um, 
I hadn't played for so long and everything is now coming back. Yeah. Um, and what I need to teach myself is that sound is that letter. I love that. Thank you. I was going to ask you about the tour later, but I feel like you've just been constantly on the road for the last three years. Two years. Okay. Like a, like a year and a bit. Okay. And uh, it has been a trip. I would always say every single day, I just want to tour with my band. Mm. I just want to tour with my band. I, I think I would say that every single day. I remember laying in bed and like near tears and I just... Like I'm remembering that point, and it's just it's like upsetting me that? right now. It's twenty, maybe twenty fourteen. Mm. Is that like the burnout moment? That was one of many burnout moments, mm. but that was like the lowest of the low. Like I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Was there other stuff happening, like in your life? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it was all just the things. Like everything is just fucked yeah. up. Like it was a mess. With that kind of unhealthy mindset, there were just unhealthy behaviors that came as well. Yeah. 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 I didn't care because right. I didn't know what to do. Um, and I used to smoke. I, that was so, it's like, I, I can't even be around cigarette smoke yeah, right Rita now. Franklin smoke. True. <laughs> she is also the queen of, she can do she everything. Can do I didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize how insanely I knew about her, but I didn't know about Aretha, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just not that singer. Like, I, I can't smoke. Drinking, I'm realizing, is really fucking with me. Mm. And not only my vocals, but it's just my energy, re- the recovery um, from having a bender. Yeah. A- and a bender these days is like two yeah. bottles yeah. of cider. Yeah. We had this phone conversation. I was telling you I was feeling burnt out. And mm. I was like, how does Tanika keep going? How does Shad keep going? I think so much of keeping going is putting something out in the world, putting an album out in the world, writing a book. Like, that's, but that's actually not it, right? What the work really is, is sitting down to write every day or going like, like practicing your instrument every day or going on tour every day. This is the thing that you wanted. The road. You know, touring with, with bands um, and really enjoying watching their progress and how much fun they have on the road, not knowing what's going on behind because mm-hmm. I'm just there as a backup singer, right? I'm just there for the, for the fun times. Right. Some of the people you sang backup for? Bedouin Soundclash. Thunder Heist. Oh, you did th- you did backup for Thunder Heist? Yeah. Oh. So, you know, released an EP. With an amazing name. <laughs> what, what, what? In tw- that was in 2010. In 2010. Yeah. And then um, five years after that, I released another album, Soul Run, which did okay in Canada. You were longlisted for the Players' Prize, and you were nominated for a Juno for that record. It would be nice to... It is hard to get your fellow Canadians, friends, peers, what have you, to see you perform mm. in your hometown. Mm-hmm. I cannot fill up a room. In Toronto. In Toronto. Yeah. When I was going to Europe, there's just, there were shows that were sold out, which I had no idea. I was not expecting that at all. You want to have longevity, especially in your hometown. Mm. You want to be able to tour Canada I did it once and Mm. it wasn't it wasn't good yeah if you were to come out to one of those shows there wasn't anybody there yeah and it was it's kind of like heartbreaking you feel confident about the music that you're putting out there and you can't even fill up a 200 
space room yeah. in your hometown yeah. is some bullshit. Yeah. So I would pray, like, what do I need? To, what am I supposed to be doing in life? Yeah. Is music what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Am I even a singer? I, like, I still, to this day, I'm like, I need singing lessons. I need, <laughs> I don't believe it. Mm. But I have to because mm-hmm. it's happening. Yeah. Record Kicks, this label in Italy, heard the music. And sent an email that looked kind of suspect but I wouldn't know because I've never received an email asking like we really love this album and we think that we can do a really good job promoting it internationally Mm. Um, and that was the best decision of my life and I'm not upset I'm so grateful for the Polaris and the Juno nods it's great it's a good look but is it? Because did, I can't get shit here. Did, did, you, did you get anything out no, of No. I am trying to think of opportunities that you'd think would kind of change the course of my, my, my career right. based on receiving those nominations. And I, I can't. Europe is just the icing on the cake. Cherry on the top. Oh, what's that saying, for God's sake? Was, <laughs> <laughs> you, you mix them up. It's, it's cherry. The no. cherry on top. Oh, no, it is the icing on the cake. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what a herb. I'm in that cloudy space. I love it. It's hard. But it's worth it. I can only hope that this continues well into my old age. You know what? You're one of my only, like, a couple of good Sagittarius girlfriends. And I feel like we're all extremely hard on ourselves. Yeah. People don't realize it because we can be kind of happy-go-lucky. Of course it's like we we have similar personalities and it's like everything could be great but if work is going bad everything is going bad. yes yes and it's like i can't let my work define me mm. work is always going to go up and down i wanted to learn like talk to different people and understand a bit more of how they get through all of those moments which is why we're here it's interesting the importance of focus yeah you don't no one teaches you how to focus no yeah and it's uh it's really hard and you can get through the first stage of your career like kind of coasting yeah which i think i did fully yeah like 100 percent. yeah <laughs> but now it's like really real yeah do you feel like you know i mean i think that this happens to people from here so much you get burnt out with toronto <laughs> yo the inspiration is so hard to come by when I'm home. But I miss it so much when I'm gone. And um, I don't know. It can get to you, for sure. And I don't know. You know what actually burns me out the most is following other people's careers. Yes. And, and um, you see all of your peers doing so well and you're kind of like, well, am I doing well? It hurts you because you allow it to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. You're doing okay. Like, I have to remind myself, like, Tanika, you're doing all right. Yeah. And they're doing all right. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I had to minimize so much social media for myself because I was like, I feel like I don't have forward momentum. It's funny too because you're also mad at yourself that you spent so much damn time yeah. like just, just watching. Just watching. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's all I got. You can literally waste a whole day on Instagram. Oh, I have. We all have. Gross. Thanks for yeah. the reminder to everyone. Log <laughs> off, please. <laughs> like, log the fuck off. Hey, girl, This is the reason why I wanted to talk to you as well, specifically, because you were thriving in this tour environment. And I was like, this is cool because, yeah, and you've explained it really nicely. You can focus on making the album and you are putting out another album, but like the the tours where the where the money is at and the yeah. opportunities at and the exposure is at it just is it feels very different from what i see a lot of people doing right so yeah talk can you talk about how you see your career arc going in terms of longe- longevity or like just being a sustainable career as an yeah. artist you know yeah tour is where the people who really love music are and when I'm making music, when I'm writing, of course I'm writing about my experiences. Yeah. But I also know, based on touring, that there are people out there that really listen and are affected mm-hmm. and can relate to a lot of the things that I'm singing about. Yeah. And they show up and they buy your merch and they dance yeah. and they scream and they sing along and it's the most beautiful thing. And they want you to come back. Yeah. This will be, I'm heading out again in October. This will be my third time in Europe this year. Wow. How how does that change the way that you think about your career? I still get a little depressed. Sure. Even though I'm very happy with what's happening uh, in my life, which is being on the road. I just wanted to be on the road. The my behavior hasn't changed in terms of like staying positive. Like I have mm. to. It's again, it's a struggle. Yeah. Right. Um. But what has changed is that I'm like often busy. Like I'm I'm always on the road. I got more than I asked for. Right. I pray a lot, and I meditate a lot. Did you always Mm-mm. pray and meditate? No. It. When it, did you start? After I went to see a psychic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I went to this woman named Linda. She said, you know, make sure you ground yourself and you think of yourself as a tree and the branches reaching out to the sky. And I'm sitting there like, what the? Come on, for real? And then I started doing it. I was like, let me give this a try. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed things manifesting yeah you were saying this on the phone I you know when people talk about this I don't believe it and I'm yeah. like yeah 
it's it's so annoying to talk about, but the shit is real. You just focus, focus. Here yeah. we go. Like again, how, the importance of it. Focus on what you want. I have a book that I wish I brought to show you. I wrote down, I want, mm-mm. I am nominated for a Juno. Mm. I am nominated for a Polaris Prize. Um, I was away on the road because I sing backup for uh, just one person, Johnny Reed. Love him. Country. So great. Soul. Country soul. Just right up my alley. So fun. I Edmonton gal. Yeah, yo. I was on the road and I sent Mike a message saying, maybe we could try to get a gig uh, at the ROM, the Friday night. Because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do that. I think it's such a cool gig. I really want to do that. And he's like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And the next day, he sends me this email. The very next day, wow. he said, well, look at you. I couldn't take it because I was still on the road. Yeah, uh. But it was like, shit is real. Mm-hmm. Focus. These days, it's not so easy uh, because that just uh, there's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot that has to be done. I, I've got to learn this damn trombone. I've got to, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to finish this album. You know, we got to prep for the tour. Uh, writing a new album was definitely the next, the next logical move. I do not like writing. Right, which also makes it hard. Yes. There is a whole fear around writing a new album as well. Yeah. It's just having to sit down and come up with material. I've had the experiences, so I collaborate with a lot of people. Like songwriters? Like songwriters. This album in particular, I've collaborated with very few people. And it's been so amazing. Knowing that I don't like to write, I'm kind of beginning to enjoy the process. Right. And that's amazing because you're like, oh, this is what was stopping me before. It was a painful experience. Right. And then also um, recording in the studio, I just, it's easier for me to sing to a bunch of people because then I can just feel so much more. But when I'm in a box, it's like, okay, I have to uh, find this emotion and sing it into this microphone and feel it. But I don't feel it because I just, I'm, I, I can't, I can't pull it from anywhere. Mm. I cry a lot when I'm performing mm. because you are rehashing all of your experiences at least with the songs that i've written about i'm often like oh my god oh yeah that's but you don't feel that in the studio in the studio no i just can't i can't find it when i'm in the studio so interesting but if i'm singing to people you i'm letting you know that this is how i feel yeah and i'm vulnerable and i think in that moment that's when i start to like become emotional when I'm singing these songs. But if I'm in the studio, I'm just like, oh, God. It's kind of interesting to see younger people who are really rec- used to not performing. And I'm like, cool, get your streams. Yes. But I think that's that's why I'm so interested in you being like, nope, the road is where the money's at. Yeah. I'm going to make all this stuff happen. And then, yeah, I'm going to come back and record an album. But Because the album could flop. The album could never come Yo. out. The album could... The album could happen on a day when something happens in the world and no one's, you know, like there's just so many variables, but you going out and looking people in the eye and being yourself, like there's no substitute for that. Exactly. I make a 
get David's tea. Listen. <laughs> uh, so briefly for me, but like, I remember, so I took that job because I was in a small bout of unemployment and mm. I just wanted, you know, a little extra money coming in and something to do to keep me busy while for I sure. was writing. Yep. And I'm assuming it was kind of serving the same purpose for you. You're like, I've got this music thing, but I need a little four years later <laughs> I need a little sustenance <laughs> just it's so funny because yeah I was I would work like two days a week <laughs> you know I just I had to do something yeah, yeah but that's you know yeah. humbles you but then yeah I remember when we worked together so oh my gosh I you know I look back on that time and I wish that I didn't let the panic of being unemployed freak me out so right, much i'm course. like what if i had instead of working at david's tea and flailing and whatever like what if i had just focused and like just focused in a way that i know i wasn't focused you know like writing like more slowly like m more considered instead of like trying to get a million assignments so i could like pay my rent obviously it's not productive to look back on you can't be like oh i should have been focused then it's like well you could be focused now right <laughs> It's you could be focused now. Interesting listening to you because it was an interview. Um, yes, this right? was before we became friends. Yes. And I just thought, frick, you're doing the coolest shit. Even up till when you were in New York, I'm like, damn, man. I just, I, I remember saying, sometimes I wish I wasn't that close to, to Anupa because then maybe, maybe she'd interview me again. Um, you, know? you know, like it's funny. It's come up a few times. But I'm like, yeah, but we're meant to be friends. Exactly. You know? No, no doubt. I feel like you are doing so incredibly well. That's what people will see. Nobody really knows what's going on on the mm, inside. Nobody yeah. really knows what we're going through. They just see. Because that's what we're putting out there. Yeah. You know? I still think you're but kick-ass. I'm so honored to have you as a friend and to, to know you because I think everybody should. T.T. Do you love me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do, girl. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening to Burnout. For now, I'm doing three episodes and that's it. So if you like it, subscribe to the newsletter at anupa.substack.com. That's A-N-U-P-A. And if you want to hear more, please let me know. You can find my email address in the newsletter. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.